Hiya, it's Carol here from Kicking Habits, a weekly show sharing stories, skills and techniques to help you take back control of the habit or addiction in your life. I'm going to be bringing you some fantastic guests to talk about their stories on how they conquered their habits along with some professionals in the field who will bring their knowledge and expertise to the show. Maybe you found yourself here because you're sick and tired of the rinse and repeat cycle of your habit or addiction. Then tune in and take away some nuggets to get you started on your journey to freedom. Enjoy the show. asked yourself why you can't just have one you decide you're going down the pub or you're putting your feet up at home and you just open a bottle of wine or pour a G&T or open a can of beer and you think you know what I'll just have one and then before you know it you're having the second one and then maybe the third one and like me with a bottle of wine after three large glasses it would be gone Reason being is because it actually affects our prefrontal cortex, which is the bit where our forehead is. And that part of our brain is our executive functioning side of our brain. And even one glass of alcohol, no matter how small, affects our decision making. So straight away, soon as you introduce alcohol, it affects that part of the brain. So it's really hard. That's why it's quite hard to moderate. If you want to moderate, you have to put a lot of rules and boundaries around when you're going to drink, how much you're going to drink, what days. And it takes a lot of brain space up. But also, of course, when we drink, we get that artificial dopamine hit. Uh, And what I mean by artificial is it's actually... Um, the wine that's giving us that dopamine hit it's artificial in the sense that it's not natural so it's not a natural dopamine hit that you would get if you were walking out in nature or if you were watching a good film and having a good laugh Um, it's not that natural dopamine hit from spending time with a loved one having a really good meal so we get that dopamine hit because alcohol um, it just reinforces it's like a reward our reward pathway in our brain and it reinforces the desire to just drink more because we get that buzz we you know you can't deny that buzz and that's why all of us and you know drink is because we want to get that buzz get that checkout feeling maybe you're numbing out with alcohol like I did because you were unhappy or maybe you just like that buzz I know some people that just have that one glass love that buzz and then um, they're really good with their discipline and they don't have any more but that's not the majority of people the majority of people um, will drink for that buzz that let down that de-stress that relax and then think they've got work in the morning or they've got something going on, they've got to get get up early and they decide, you know, they're only going to just have the one and then they end up having more. There's also the peer pressure, why we drink more, why we can't just have one, because you know what it's like, you go down the pub 
or you go out for the evening, you go to an event, um, unless you're a designated driver, people will give you the elbow and say, oh, come on, just have one more, let your hair down. And you get that peer pressure from people. And it's really hard to say no. It really is sometimes. And you've got to think before you go. If you decide that, yeah, you are up early, you're just having the one, you've got to go prepared. You've got to go prepared with a reason as to why you're not drinking and quite stand firm in your choice because people can be very persuasive. Um, and... You know, they they some people don't like it. They they feel um, as if it's sort of on them that you're not drinking. And you know, I'm having a drink. What's wrong with you? Why why are you not drinking? Why are you not enjoying yourself? Come on, and you get that pressure. It's hard. So you know, that's another reason why we drink more. Also, it affects our memory. It, our hippocampus in our brain is um, responsible for our memory function. And drinking affects our hippocampus. So have you ever been somewhere and you've had a drink? Uh, maybe you've had another drink and it's so busy and you're chatting and you're getting involved in the evening and the event and somebody else comes along with another drink and puts it in front of you. And before you know it, you, you can't remember actually how many drinks you've had. Now, alcohol affects our hippocampus, um, different people in different, in different ways. It affects your memory, but some people can just have maybe one large glass of wine or a couple of small ones um, or a few G&Ts and get carried away with the evening and forget quite easily how many drinks they've had. So it does affect your uh, memory. It really does. And, of course, environmental factors as well. You know, we drink more than we want to because it's everywhere. Everywhere, whether we're, you know, we, I walk into the supermarket, it doesn't matter what supermarket it is, and there is always, always boxes of beer, uh, especially it's I'm recording this in the summertime there's like bottles rows and rows of Prosecco um, there's you know chilled wine at, uh, as soon as you go into the supermarket in the fridge area and that's even before you get to the wine aisle or, or the alcohol area into the supermarket it's just absolutely everywhere same as in the media you know you might pick a magazine up um, or you might switch the TV on and you see some adverts in the evenings. So we're completely surrounded by um, alcohol and it's portrayed as this, you know, elixir of life. It's sort of the answer to a de-stress, to confidence, um, you know, to, yeah, self-medicating. It's easily available just to zone out. Um, it's just put on this pedestal uh, in society. Um, do you know that the drinks industry actually um, spend £800 million per year on advertising and that's just in the UK? So, you know, the, obviously the drinks industry wants us to drink more. They are coming up with alcohol-free alternatives and that's fantastic. It really is good that they're doing that. They're obviously seeing a market for it. But £800 million on advertising 
uh, a substance that is an addictive substance at the end of the day and classed as a drug whether you know we have we have a choice whether we want to drink it or not and I'm not demonizing drink by any stretch my podcast is to talk about people's experiences and to educate people around alcohol because I know when I first picked up Annie Grace's book because uh, I'm a certified um coach via Annie Grace who's an American lady who wrote a book called This Naked Mind and I read in that book that um, alcohol was carcinogenic and reading on it's actually directly linked with seven different cancers and I didn't realise that and that was a big shocker for me, a big shocker. And the World Health Organization have known this since the early two thousands, but it's obviously not spread. It's not, it's not um, readily available knowledge. It's not put in the press. It's not, you know, told to us because the drinks industry makes so much money. The government makes so much money on tax through alcohol. They they're not going to tell you that. Not unless you go looking for it. So this. You know, why we drink more than we want to is lots and lots of different reasons. Lots of different reasons. So my podcast really is to um, make you aware of your drinking. And I'm assuming the people that listen to me are people that maybe feel they are drinking too much and want to cut back. And I will be um, doing some episodes on how to cut back. I'm recording this in July 2023 and I've just finished my first seven day sober sprint, which was amazing. Um, The ladies on there really got a lot out of it um, and they um, didn't drink for the whole seven days, those that, that chose not to drink and were amazed at how easy it was actually um uh, one of the ladies had oodles and oodles of energy and said carol i can't believe how much energy i've got Uh, and because alcohol is a depressant so you know we don't realize and that's why using alcohol if you've got any mental health issues or you're depressed is really not a good way forward because it, it it messes with our nervous system and it messes with our neurotransmitters, which is the signals in our brain. And it slows a lot of things down. And it actually, over time, um, kills off our dopamine receptors. And that's often why when we've been drinking for a while and we don't we don't get that buzz anymore, and we need more alcohol to get that buzz, uh, to get that dopamine hit. So it really does affect us. It, it's one of the substances... Um, few substances out there that actually penetrates every it penetrates it's water permeable so it penetrates every part of our body so it's just some food for thought really there so if you're thinking about cutting back then yeah make a plan especially if you're going out socially and you don't want to drink um if you're not a designated driver i mean even some people you know, still give you a hard time, even if you're driving, oh, you can just have one, it's like crazy, so make a plan, if you're going out, and you don't want, um, you don't want to drink, 
uh, and you always end up being dragged in and sucked into drinking and then at the end of the night or the morning after really regretting it um, just have that little phrase ready for when somebody says oh go on have another drink um, I used to say to people do you know what it really makes me feel awful the next day and I'm really taking some time out of the minute but thanks anyway and if they just carried on giving me not a hard time but keep going on at me I would just change the subject so if they said if they were going to the bar and said oh come on Carol just have one more and I said no I'm good thanks oh I meant to tell I meant to ask you actually you know how's the new job going how are the kids and completely change the subject because it's really hard for them to then flip it back to having a drink so um, just a little tip there if you're going out and you want to um, not be pressured into drinking so I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Um, please do um, give me a like and a review. I'd really appreciate that. And if you've got any questions, I would love to hear from listeners um, that have got any questions um, that I can answer. So you enjoy whatever it is you're doing for the rest of the day and take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. If you've enjoyed the episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a review. If you've been left with a question from today's episode, then please drop me a line. I love to answer listeners' questions as it adds to the flavour of the show. And, of course, it's completely anonymous. All links are in the show notes, and I'm looking forward to sharing again next week and helping you to find your path to freedom. It really does take courage to take that first step. But remember, nothing changes if nothing changes.